Welcome to the survival podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survive the apocalypse so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. And we're back continuing with our 50 ways the world could end. If you had to pick one, you know, what would be your favorite? Oh, we should do that at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which one would you prefer? Yeah. Um, so what's the crack, Shane? Not much. Well, we there's some filler anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, no, no, I just, I'm not really much. Yeah, yeah, you? No, not really. Probably, I'd have some news. We 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 already talked for an hour, a good hour now. I know, yeah. Before doing this, <laughs> uh, but I said to you all week, I was thinking of things that I would say to you, and now I can't think of anything. Like all week, I've been going. I'll say, oh, I'll keep that for the podcast, or I'll say that to Johnny. Yeah, that's always um, the way. I don't remember any of them now. Yeah. Yeah, because, oh. like, you just have the conversation in your head, kind of, and then you feel yeah. like it's done. And then, and then, yeah, it's done. That's how most of my conversations go. I just have them in my head, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's all good. But um, I guess uh, one thing to try out there to listeners is to well, follow us everywhere. We're at Disaster Artists on Twitter and Facebook, but also we have nothing on them other than, like, an episode of or two of the podcast itself yeah but uh subscribe to us on youtube and vidme disaster artists on both of them just because we, we're gonna do content for them eventually there will be some stuff coming your yeah. way yeah but we nice to have a few subs beforehand yeah to, to actually see the content yeah be nice we'd like to put something out there for you i have a few ideas for like web series we could do vidme is an an alternative to YouTube that we'll put oh, yeah. the content on there. And if we actually get going and making proper content, I'd imagine it'd be stuff that'd be on VidMe that wouldn't be on YouTube because with the new yeah. rules of YouTube, they don't really. Oh, if the, if they consider anything to be offensive, they'll take it down. I heard Pretty they're much. taking de- like they're even taking out people's like coming out videos and stuff like this. I don't think they're taking them down. I think there's oh they're de uh, they're not taking them down, but they've well they're demonetizing them. Pre- like. There's a, like anything can be demonetized now, but with yeah. certain stuff are just restricted in other countries and in safe mode, they won't show up. It's crazy. Um, but it, the demonetization thing, it's more like advertisers pulled out. Like there's no big advertisers yeah. left there. And so they're demonetizing videos to keep who's left happy. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. The days of uh, making the money flows upwards, not down. Yeah. It just seems like, yeah, the days of making money from YouTube are yeah. over. But there's alternatives out there. Uh, Fidme. Yeah. And otherwise, there's very few. Like. Well, no, you could do stuff through Patreon and then still use YouTube. Well, well, that's the shame, though. Well, not shame, but <coughs> uh, now Patreon is littered. Because everybody who lost their... Oh, they went over. Yeah. yeah, Everybody who lost their YouTube monetization have just gone to Patreon. So, like, now Mm. the the pie is far, far, far smaller. Oh, yeah. And there's far more people, yeah. Because the same thing happened with Kickstarter. Like, when when it started, like, a lot of people got movies funded on it. And then these fuckers wanted to fund every movie they'd done on it. And eventually, it's like, (laughs) the the user base that donates doesn't outweigh the user base looking for money and now yeah. nobody now half of the or not it used to be something like half of the projects that went on kickstarter got funded reached a goal oh, yeah, yeah and now it's something like only eight percent reach wow. it because there's too many projects on it yeah. did the use the the it got popular 
the users who want to get stuff funded grew, but the users who actually fund things never grew. So right. it's like the one I sent you, the news of debate those fellas in Offaly. Did you read that article? Oh, I, yeah, it's ran a, read they, a bit of it. They did a, one of those funded kind of thing, or fun, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. They did the crowdfunding for their holiday for when they finished school. <laughs> It's like that's hilarious. Yeah, but that was so. That was like what they were looking for, like five hundred quid or something. Yeah, really but it was small. still funny. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, imagine that was literally like aunts and uncles. <laughs> I know, but I was looking at it, just going, "Get a fucking summer job, you prick!" Like, <laughs> I I can get behind that more so than the guy yeah. who's fucking is on his fourth short film trying to fund it from Kickstarter. Like, well, yeah, that's true. And half of it, like, oh, it's the fun in the films, like. Like, I have friends who've done put films on it, and yeah, me too. I don't know how many of them actually were made or actually. I've seen a lot of ones that went up and they got whatever they reached maybe 80% of their goal, and then you just never heard anything of it. Yeah, and you're like, you still raised like two grand. Yeah, I'm still waiting on like fucking the reward for some stuff I funded like four or five years ago. But anyway, um, so as you can hear as well, like our sound is pretty much the same. So our request that we put out there last week for, for some company to send us new mics never oh, yeah. never happened. Yeah. Still waiting here to get the call from anybody. Anybody out there makes microphones. So we get into our uh, our other 50, or our other 50, our 28. Yeah, so we got down to 29 the last uh, last episode on our last one was the sex robots thing which was I was going full on like yeah, yeah. companion robots not just a machine that a slab that goes up and down I watched that video you said <laughs> oh, brilliant I forgot yeah we ended when we were talking yeah because it was yeah they show they show the, like basically you have to put it like you have to put a coat over it so it doesn't so it looks more like a person it's <laughs> so you get the blowjob from like a girl in a snowsuit that has a rubber face. I read and it. it's essentially a piece of metal that goes <clears throat> and just hammers down. There was some more stuff in the news. It's funny that we finished with that because there was other stuff in the news in the last few weeks about sex robots as well. Was there? Yeah. Um, there was some other company developing like they're more like ones that look more like a very advanced sex style. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's it's still a technology that's far, far away. But yeah. Like there is, there is still people who like they live a life with their sex doll in like a small one bedroom apartment, and it's like it's their girlfriend or but boyfriend. The, or whatever. The thing it's is, like the, pretty the, weird. The ones that they're working on that would be what you'd consider like the sci-fi type yeah, of a yeah. sex bot will cost like hundreds of thousands. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm talking like a Cylon. Like yeah, on, like, so like the only people using them will will probably be like your millionaire who just doesn't who's just afraid that a gold digger will try and take their yeah, money yeah. <laughs> like that's who will be using them yeah that's the market like huh? in a way they could be good for humanity because the people that normally be out like just like snorting coke off of a, a stripper's stomach and stuff like that <laughs> they might just stay in with their safe robots that aren't going to encourage them to do other dangerous activities <laughs> like yeah. would the sex robot be entitled to like rights I'm not, well i'm sure they'd get some rights but no no if they were in a relationship with a man would they be entitled to alimony if the relationship ends yeah. like, what do they need though a, a box oil checks like oil, oil checks 
Um, but yeah, I don't think we're going to need to worry about that. But 28, we might need to worry yeah, about. Yeah, this is a... Terrorism on a mass scale. So we've talked about weapons of mass destruction on this. Uh, terrorism is a weapon of mass disruption. That's oh. what they... That's not my line. I know. <laughs> I'm giving you credit that's, for it that's anyway. That's famously... Um, but yeah... Um, I'll pretend I met up. <laughs> no, I'll give you the credit. <laughs> but yeah, that's the the idea with terrorism is that it just disrupts it. Everything. Yeah. That's like the best example being nine eleven and how fucking crazy the world was for two years after that. And it's affected air travel forever. Yeah, yeah. But when you actually take like the sort of instantaneous effect, like the first the two months after that, where oh, yeah. like banks, because that was, it was the World Trade Center. It was a, a yeah. banking uh, center. And the world kind of went to hell for like two months. Yeah. It was really every t- there was a big panic, but as well, like it affected everything. Yeah, because yeah, loads, yeah. Of, loads of like airlines didn't fl- like shut down everything. It was crazy. And even though that was like a, you know the biggest attack on American soil and all that, it was a relative. It wasn't huge. Like you, you hear more than six people die. You think that's a fucking huge number of life lost. Well, yeah, obviously. But when you compare to when you compare things. to what like well what a fucking a small what a, like a small atomic bomb could do to a city like yeah like it did in Japan like it's so it's so minor you know it seems like it even had a worse effect globally yeah it, just because of how it was done it wasn't during war time it was this out of nowhere attack yeah and that then, was it yeah it was a time of peace and prosperity I suppose when it happens so yeah. But then as well, because there was never there was never a proper war as a result. I mean, there was, like, there was yeah. but it, was never, it wasn't like the world went to war after the 9-11 yeah, attacks. Yeah, just... But all of a sudden, there started to be more terrorist attacks, or our perception of how many was yeah. heightened or whatever. And it's still escalating even more now, I think, in the last it's, year or two. A lot I think, more. yeah, terrorism attacks have gone up. Just everything else has gone down, so there's yeah. less uh, loss of human life. I think terrorists terrorism has gotten worse in the death toll it seems yeah it used to be a case where terrorists were like going on like in like in london in with the trams and stuff where they went yeah. on with the bombs in their backpack and how many did they kill there um but anyway my point was um all those attacks when, when like it's a guy guys with bombs in their backpack or whatever yeah they do only kill they kill very small numbers yeah like when you look at the, like the Columbine kids killed yeah. off more people in their attack than a lot of these terrorists do when they bomb a yeah. bus. And what's happened in the last few years, it seems like the terrorists have copped that. Yeah. That you, you, do, you kill more people with guns and knives than you do with bombs in a backpack. Or a car or a truck. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just like they, Essentially, rather than spending ages trying to build bombs, possibly killing yourself before you get to do anything, now they go, I'll get a knife stab a truck driver and then run over a street market yeah and we'll kill way more people and, and that's how it seems that it's it's gotten so much worse in that sense like you look yeah. at the the eagles of death metal concert like that was more that was more like the in the the the, the methods they use it was more akin to what high school shooters use um and it's kind of and it's just gotten scarier that they've realized yeah. that that the the bombs yeah, don't don't do as good a job. Yeah, low tech is better. I think the idea was they thought for a long time the bombs sent more of a message, but then they realized, oh no, we can kill more people with. We're kind of living in a time of more increased security. It's restricted people's lives in a lot of ways, and then it's um, 
it's just had a weird knock on effect. Like it's it's one of those weird like things I find so odd because obviously there's there's Muslim groups or the perception that they're Muslim groups by the general public who are causing these attacks. And all they're doing is hurting their own culture, their own people, or, or not even their people, but they're, they're, they're hurting the everyday Muslim who has nothing to do with this extremism. Yeah, That's the same yeah. as you would have extreme Christians or whatever. And they're all getting, like, everybody thinks, oh, all the Muslims are terrorists because they're idiots. And then it's just, a, they're making the world harder for everybody. <laughs> like, it doesn't, I don't see how it helps their, their what they think is their cause or anything you know that kind of way it's well I think they're called, they don't really care about anybody else I, I yeah. think they they've never really uh, wanted people to perceive them in that way either like yeah it's just <laughs> but yeah the worry is then like how how could that be something that could end the world because you know it's only terrorist attacks that kill a small yeah. number of people but if it's escalated and it gets to a point like do like after nine eleven, there was a point where America was going to invade everybody. <laughs> yeah, and then scary. there was more like more attacks happened as a result. So the idea with this, imagine a world where there's a nine eleven every day. Yeah, how long before the world would descend into absolute chaos? Yeah, probably, and, and probably like, a week. Yeah, I was going to say a week. If you had if if a group of terrorists got themselves very very well organized, and did something the equivalent of like that, yeah, nine eleven, like one every day. Yeah. Hit a, hit a major city around the world every day for a week. We just, yeah, yeah. well, you we're take, fucked. So not even a nine eleven every day, but you take like the famous ones. So if if nine eleven, seven seven, yeah, the the Orlando nightclub shoot and Paris the, attacks, the, yeah, like the the three or four par- recent Paris attacks. If they all yeah. happen in the space of a week, the world would go to shit. Yeah, <laughs> like that's and that's, that's like a very that's a, all peace talks go out the window. Everything yeah. of, between, even if it's countries who aren't involved, everyone's at just at such high stress tension level. Well, like, like as soon as seven seven happened, there was all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is very possible that it could now happen in Ireland as well. Yeah, like there was a huge scare here for a good year afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Well, for maybe a month after where there was actually like active an active military and police presence around the cities and stuff yeah which was mad because you know being a neutral country doesn't make a difference when it's a ideological based war like no yeah it has nothing it's it's about your culture if anything rather than your if anything you can be at more of a risk like because if you really want to send the message yeah you do it in a country like that yeah, that's true. Um, so we had Ireland or Switzerland? Well, that's <laughs> look, I mean, look at uh, like a lot of the Eastern European countries that have had terrorist attacks. Like you don't really think of like yeah. Norway, despite you know having a big military and all that. You don't typically hear of them being involved in too many wars these days. Yeah, yeah that's true. For oil, but look at the fucking amount of terrorist attacks they've had. Yeah. And I know they're kind of, they get more of that sort of, like the guy in Orlando where it's a, a lone... A lone guy acting out on an ideology of a yeah. bigger group, but he's not actually working with the group. Yeah. That's the thing with ISIS, where it's just like it's a lot of people just it's claiming the idea of it. Yeah. They're claiming to be ISIS, but they're not really. It's like the they've we never are, met anybody from no, ISIS. No, they've never talked to anyone. ISIS is is more of an idea anyway. Don't yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's a worrying thing. Well, it's not really that worrying. It's just if it's it's just a an odd one to actually 
take shape this at this stage of yeah. humanity. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it could happen. And then and then you have the worst kind of idea of you know terrorists set off something like a dirty bomb or. Um, yeah. or even biological welfare, warfare or something you know that kind of well, stuff well yeah well that's the thing like all a, all a, a dirty bomb is is it's not a nuke it's just that you use radio radioactive material to uh, yeah. poison the air like to in its yeah, direct that could be sense. waste from anything yeah yeah well the one is uh, yeah so biological chemical and radioactive would be the yeah. three type of dirty bombs but so the the radioactive one that has been used in terrorist attacks, like if that was, have you ever seen the film Right at Your Door? No, it's quite good. It came out in the nine eleven era, like yeah. that era of films coming out where it was like a, a dirty bomb is let off in downtown LA. Yeah, and this guy's at home while it happens, so he just seals up his house, and his wife comes home, and he won't let her in. <laughs> wow, because he thinks she's irradiated. Yeah, or... yeah, and it just becomes a standoff between him and his wife like it's really good that's cool but um what was that? i don't know why i was even mentioning that but yeah so like if, if terrorists got their hand start to get their hands on stuff like that uh yeah. they say get their hands on it as if they need to like bring in uranium <laughs> but they don't. Yeah, yeah. The, the, those be... bombs are made with like casium that's used in for radiation treatment for that's what i was gonna <laughs> say like, you'll, you'll get it from like Hijacking a van, driving away from a hospital. Is it is <laughs> yeah. casium? Is that the chemical? The radiation? The radioactive chemical? I think it's called. Maybe it's just pronounced different, but I've, I've, the way I read it, it's casium. Right. But uh, that can be more dangerous than a nuclear bomb in a way. I was reading before that uh, in, I think it's Sweden. Yeah. There's certain old. Uh, there's certain buildings on the, in the, the north of Sweden where there's. Every now and again, there's traces of... There's casein on them. Oh, right. Wow. It's coming from Chernobyl. Oh, wow. And it's such small, though. It's not it's not hazardous. Yeah. But... It just builds up over time. It builds up over time. It's just carried with the wind. Same as, like, you know, there's times where there's fucking sand from the Sahara ends up on your car in Ireland because... Oh, I know. Just... It drives me mad. <laughs> I have a black car, and <laughs> so you always see it. <laughs> First world problems, Johnny. I'm Remember that you. a few years ago, though there was a really there was a really bad storm. It was yeah. a sandstorm in fucking in the Sahara, and like yeah. cars here were covered in sand. Like, yeah, my, was, my like, car was... was brown. It was crazy. Was that that recent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Or it might have been my older car actually, but still, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so over time, like the the casing just builds up on these buildings. But it gives you an example of how uh, far how far it can go, how strong that yeah, material is. Look at a globe and see how far away the Sahara Desert and Ireland are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. give you like it give you an idea of that's crazy that like the sand particles travel that far in the wind. Yeah, well technically the dust that we're breathing in is uh the from the bones of Egyptian pharaohs and stuff like Oh yeah. But yeah, so like terrorism on mass scale, it's a worrying one. What yeah. else is worrying? Um number twenty seven um, I have uh, like these under category of extra environmental with like extra terrestrial, extra environmental. Oh. And this one is giant solar flares. So we have solar flares all the time happen constantly. Um, or what is it? Coronal mass ejections is what they're also known as. Um, and they're an enormous magnetic outburst uh, on the on the sun that bombard Earth with uh, high speed subatomic subatomic particles. Um, and our magnetic fields and stuff usually protect us from them. From them, 
Now, what have I got? I've got a little bit here. Uh, what was it? There's a Yale University professor called Bradley Schaefer, and he found evidence that some perfectly normal-looking sun flares uh, or sun-like stars can briefly have... Uh, they build up their factor of, like, they just decide, oh, we'll just have a huge <laughs> sun flare, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he believes that, like, the, these, like, kind of stellar flickers, he calls them, uh, are caused by super flares he, he's seen it's like by observing other stars in the system um and they're millions of more more time powerful um than your normal so yeah, yeah which yeah. is a huge amount um so if there was one within a few hours uh basically it could just completely destroy the ozone layer and dehydrate all the water and we're fucked <laughs> okay like really really quickly so this is like the ionosphere disappears kind of we've got yeah because because it's such a huge amount of like radioactive particles at such a high heat coming at you and it's just one little flare like a snap yeah, yeah. coming off the sun and it just burns off it could just burn off a huge chunk of the atmosphere and we're fucked basically <laughs> and it could happen at any moment Without any warning. Yeah, so they can't even give you... We don't even have a, like, a how likely this is kind of parameter because it, it's so... Well, they, they've only ordered... They've been studying lots of other stars and seen like, the flickers of it. Um, and looking at our own star, they know it goes through periods of being like more active and less active and that kind of... So it could happen like in a more active period. And you would maybe have a few hours warning. So it would so be kind of a case of like radio announcement, you know, even hour to live. Yeah, yeah. So we get to record a podcast, the last episode. Yeah. I see that if the world ends, like, you know, the end event, like the first Independence Day where everybody's kind of getting ready for the end. Yeah. Like yeah. In, the, in the montage, we're just sitting down to record one yeah. last podcast. And I'm just looking real somber, yeah. pressing record, just like. <sighs> we're like the violinists on the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, you, but you don't even get to upload it or anything. Right? <laughs> well, no, in this world, there's speakers. Then it cuts to like New York City and there's speakers in Times Square and everybody's standing outside listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, and we're covered. talking about how you could survive a solar flare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And our advice is shit, man, record a podcast. Would you? Bring bourbons with you, request <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so it turns out, like, one of them is resistant to solar flares, and the other one... But we don't know that. We're just, having a, we're just yeah, having a yeah, stupid yeah. conversation. <laughs> uh, if you surround your house in bourbons, you'll live. If you surround your house in custard creams, you die. I wonder which is more uh, radio res- radioactive resistant or whatever. Like, yeah, which is denser. Yeah. That could be because it's, it's a density. It's just a density test. That could be a, a, a YouTube video right there. Irradiating bickies. What we want to do? <laughs> it's always been our dream to do like a MythBusters style TV show with this. Like, and everything is based on bourbons or custard creams. Well, maybe an episode where <laughs> I said everything is based. <laughs> um, so another extra environmental one is a magnetic field reversal. So. This is something that actually happens, um, which is every few hundred thousand years, Earth's magnetic field kind of dwindles to nothing. And then um, it lasts about a century and then it gra- it reappears with the north and south poles flipped. Yeah, yeah. So they, so basically your compass would turn the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it happens every now and then. And the last reversal was 780,000 years ago. So we might be overdue one. Um, and the strength of the magnetic field 
our own one at the moment has decreased by about 5% in the last century. So they think we might be going into a decreased period. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what the... Uh, what, again, it deflects particles from... Uh, and cosmic rays from the sun. Um, and as... Well, sorry. Uh, I'm trying not to read directly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll uh, cut that out, so don't yeah. worry about it. Like I said before, pauses and stuff are fine. Or the things yeah. that are easy. And there's lots of particles and different types of radiation out in space and stuff that are deflected by that magnetic field. So if it does go down, then it'll affect lots of things like our atmosphere. And like navigation won't be a huge issue anymore because we have satellites and GPS yeah, yeah, yeah. and that kind of stuff. But it's more that we're not protected from elements of space and yeah yeah that, so. that's it like the the ion the ionosphere is at its weakest at the the north and south pole so any sort yeah. of shift it's going to weaken everywhere while shifting exactly like. yeah so it's uh yeah that could be one and so that's one that's it will happen at some point but they don't know when yeah yeah but it, we'll have plenty of warning because it's a slow process yeah yeah of course and it, this is one of the ones that these always sound horrible but you're like not even in our great great grandchildren's lifetime, it's still thousands of years, like, yeah, yeah, or at least that's what you hope. <laughs> but, yeah, it'll happen over like a few centuries, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, uh, millennia. Um, and then I said the last, oh no, there's two more. Um, and then number 25 is solar shutdown, which is this is almost the opposite of a solar flare. So, like I was saying there, like the sun goes through periods of where it's more active and less active, yeah, yeah. this is when it goes to a very low active um, period and it can happen. They've noticed it on studying stars and things like that. Uh, so some solar physicists uh, have proposed that our star might go through a millionaire stretches or million year stretches, millionaire stretches, <laughs> million year stretches uh, of reduced activity. And so that time it could go down and reduce in brightness by up to 40%. Um, so it'll be 40% the strength it is now. So even think like how cold it is between summer and winter. And that's a dip of like maybe like 10, 15% maybe, you know? Yeah. Think like the degrees. I don't, I only know it in Celsius, but like today it's about 20 degrees here and it's gorgeous. Yeah. But, it's only, but tonight it's going to go down to like three degrees. It's a big drop and that's cold. I yeah. Think. Some of our coldest uh, days was in early April this year. Yeah. Oddly enough. Um, and they only kind of ended a few weeks ago. Probably only five percent difference, really, compared to how it is now. Yeah. But yeah, it feels so much warmer. Yeah. So this is the sun going down to forty percent of its power. Yeah, so that's a sixty yeah. percent reduction. Yeah, yeah. So that's going from whatever temperature it is now to like minus fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it could last a million years. So until <laughs> it comes back, no, I, um, I could do that in my sleep. Do it in my sleep. So paleontologists have found evidence of. Uh, one extreme I'm sure cold. you die slower when you're cold. It's oh, like you're yeah. being cryogenically frozen. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they noticed it happened about 650 million years ago the last time, and they called it Snowball Earth. Um, and that the sun, uh, if the sun signi significantly uh, dimmed significantly today, the oceans would gradually freeze, and uh, most uh, was it multicellular life on Earth, including humans, would probably go extinct. Mm. lots of single-celled organisms will survive yeah, yeah. But, uh, those fucking single-celled organisms get yeah. off so lucky in most of these yeah. scenarios and anything that lives under like I'd say 2,000 metres under the sea or something is grand because they're living at those temperatures anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're fine um, a good old classic number 24 
is oh yeah i thought that was 24 sorry that was 25 oh uh, i'd skip down to see what was next sorry oh asteroid impact yeah we're, we're gonna have to dedicate a whole episode to that i think yeah so i don't want to go into too much detail in it there's a few actual not just asteroid impact but there's a few works like maybe yeah. not uh armageddon deep impact yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah lucifer's hammer i think is the, the yeah. big one uh, which we we mentioned ages ago, which you're meant to, you, you're going to have to get the audiobook for at some point. Yeah. Um, just give you some fact, like quick little facts of it. Um, another, there's so many theories as to what actually killed the dinosaurs, but one of them is an asteroid impact. And they oh, reckoned, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you think there's anybody that's surprised to hear that? No, like, that's <laughs> one of the favorites. People are more surprised by things like methane gas escape, yeah, 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 which yeah, I think yeah. is in this list. Um, but the... Yeah, and so what they thought is what they consider to be the dino killer um, was estimated to be only between 5 and 15 kilometers across or 3 to 10 miles yeah, in yeah. size. Which, you think about it, is pretty small. Yeah, but... But the coming at the speeds, it'll hit Earth and it's more, again, the dust that it puts up into the air. You're yeah, going exactly. into caldera kind it's of territory. It's fallout as from it. Like. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's the... The, it blocks out the sun with particles and kills yeah, crops yeah. and it's the knock-on effect of it not so much that it's a huge explosion that will kill us all yeah it's, yeah and it doesn't need to even the, the knock-on effect doesn't even need to kill everybody it just needs to kill enough people that they can't that the rest can't really climb back from yeah. how how decimated the population's been yeah see i don't want to go into it too much because we're definitely going to do an episode yeah yeah it, we so, have to i mean so i'm moving on 23 space virus yeah. So, I um, my notes went away on me. Uh, so, a lot of like a lot of particles come down from space, and there's a lot of theories already that the a lot of viruses, like big outbreaks of t- certain types of influenza, influenza, and different viruses like that, um, actually popped up out of nowhere very quickly, and they think they might have come from particles from space. They don't know. It's quite possible. Um, we, because a lot we of, came from from space after all. Yeah, they think a lot of a lot of organic matter that's on Earth actually came on through uh, comets and ice yeah. and things like that. So we wouldn't necessarily know a space virus from an Earth virus because they could be the same genetically. Um, so it is possible that virus could arrive on Earth um, and de- create a devastating pandemic. Well, you know, technically, every virus we 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 could possibly get here is really a space virus anyway, because we're just a planet in space. Like we're all we're we're, we're just we're hovering. In, ar- we're in space. We're hovering around the same as anyone yeah. else. <laughs> okay. Well, <it's laughs> but no, yeah, you're right though. Yeah, um, and like they've they've already proven that there is matter that's like come from say Mars. There's rocks here that came from Mars mm. from impacts, and it's traveled through space. So like. It can come from anywhere. The same idea of talking about the sand coming from yeah, the Sahara. Yeah. But like we're carbon based and like that carbon had to come from somewhere else before Earth yeah. was here. They reckon it, pro- it probably was Mars. Yeah. Like you, you hear a lot of people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think we mentioned before, like where he, he refers to us Earthlings as Martians. We, we're oh, technically yeah. Martians. We are of Mars. Um, Not just John Carter. All of no. us. Um, so yeah we could do, it's similar to the idea of like a big virus again this is another theory of what might have killed the dinosaurs is a space virus 
That is. We can go with the. It can work with the other. Like. They could have come at the same time. Yeah, maybe it was well, a the much comet brought the virus. Yeah, and maybe it was a much smaller asteroid than they thought, but it brought a virus. Yeah, you never know. Um, and I like twenty two. This is one here once. <laughs> oh, where the sun just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> could happen. No, it couldn't. Well, we don't really know. <laughs> Should it uh, happen? <laughs> should it happen? The sun, co- technically, yes, the sun couldn't really just disappear. Uh, at least not without us knowing for quite some time Yeah. beforehand. But it's just one of those scenarios where, like, you always think of it... You think of it, about it a lot when you're a kid. Like, oh, what, what if the sun just disappeared? Yeah, yeah, it's one of the things, like... Um, and I still think about, like, it, imagine just waking up one but morning it, and you're like, where is the sun? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things, like... What if, what if just daylight didn't happen again? Yeah, yeah. That's more what this scenario is. Yeah, like what if something happens where the sun's blocked out, I guess. But yeah. for the sake of it, we, we'll refer to it as the sun just disappearing. Because what would happen? It'd be nighttime all the like time. Like if we were recording it right and just at this moment the sun disappears. It just goes black straight away. Though if the sun disappears right at this moment, like the moment you clicked your fingers, we wouldn't know about it for another eight minutes. Wow. It's that long. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So far too late to do anything then. Yeah, it'd be eight minutes before. Like, and it'll be the exact same. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eight minutes later. I guess eight minutes later, it'll just start to get really dark really quickly. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, like that'd it, be so creepy. Yeah, like... Because so, you think, it, think, you think of, like, dusk and how, like... Cause some, especially in winter this time, where, like, like, the sun is gone within, like, 20 minutes, half an hour. And it mm. seems really fast. But imagine it going in like 10 seconds. Just yeah, like, yeah. That'd be just so Or creepy. would it be, because would it be eight minutes, like the sun disappears right now, and then eight minutes later, dusk starts to happen. Then would dusk take eight minutes? Yeah, I like, suppose. But eight minutes is still like, you could like you could see it. You that, feel that. That's a time lapse. That's a time lapse happening in real time. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, like, you'd feel that on your skin, like that, that temperature drop. You'd just be sitting there going, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Like it would just be going and going. Well, actually, you know what? It would be quicker. Because it probably would take eight minutes, but for us, it'd be... Do you think by the time we reached the eight minute, it would be dark? I think it'd actually be before. It would only be a few seconds, because thinking about it, the sun disappears. Eight minutes later, we'd notice the sun disappearing. But by then, the 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 gravity would have changed. We would be moving away from the sun, so it'd happen even quicker. Yeah, so it would just fade in a few seconds because by then we'd be traveling. We we might be. Oh yeah, we'd be we'd be. A, we um, might have passed Mars by that point. Yeah, we'd be what's it called a stray planet. Yeah, yeah. So we'd just be moving straight throughout space just at that point. Lost our link, our gravity connection. Yeah, yeah. So that's already fucked up. But life wouldn't stop. That's the as much of a disaster yeah. that seems. Like everything would be fine for a while. Like yeah. we'd still have electricity, power plants. We'd use up a lot of energy because it'd be dark. So. Yeah. The big difference would be that uh, we wouldn't like we'd have to accept no more vegetation will ever grow. So yeah, um, except in like well, indoor in yeah yeah. Well, yeah, photosynthesis will stop. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we can we can create artificially. But for all intents and purposes, for the first week, things would actually be fine apart from the mass <laughs> panic and all the riots and all yeah, that yeah. but the temperature wouldn't stop wouldn't start to drop until a week which i thought was interesting yeah. um and in a year it will be minus 70 degrees celsius wow. but isn't it incredible that you actually get a year before it drops to that 
Yeah, which is kind of like what I talked about the other one, which is the cooling period. That's uh, what, as you were talking about, I was like, well, the same things kind of seem to happen yeah. as a result. Though the only thing is with the cooling period is it'll come back eventually because the sun is still there. You still have daylight. It's just not as bright. Where with this is, it's gone. It's just... Yeah, although funny enough, like all hope isn't lost here. Yeah. Like, so we, we you got a year before it drops to 70. Um then what happens the world will actually start to become damp and the air the air would freeze oh yeah so you'd be like you, if you're breathing not that you'd be out in this cold of a temperature but if you were to be breathing it in it would freeze in your lungs Ugh. and stuff um so that's not good but you could survive underground the earth's the earth's core would be the same no matter where the earth moves to oh yeah so any countries in the uh what's it called the pacific the ring of fire there's a more another name for it. The equator? <laughs> All those countries in the, the equator. The, countries along the Pacific Rim. They were to have access to like... Uh, All like volcanic... Um, <laughs> yeah. Magma. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the countries that can access uh, thermonuclear yes, power and sorry, stuff. Yeah. Any countries on the Pacific Rim could go underground could like bore you wouldn't need to go i mean you're talking miles and miles deep but you yeah. could kind of go underground and create thermonuclear like mini thermonuclear plants and stuff yeah. you could you humanity could survive for a while going underground yeah and you'd have to because eventually the earth is going to freeze and it'll just turn to ice yeah which is actually kind of a good thing because if the earth, if the sun disappears and we become a straight planet, we lose our ionosphere. The oh, ice yeah. will act will will act as a ionosphere. Oh, okay, and it'll protect us from radiation. Yeah, like we talked about it before, and how water can actually is one of the best insulators. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For a bunk, if you're to build a bunker, like building it under a swimming pool, is kind of a good idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the ice will actually become our new would become. Theoretically, our new ionosphere. Ah, okay. Which means uh, all the deepest marine life would would continue to live and would probably do far better than it ever did with the sun. Wow. So new life. Oh, because they don't survive in photosynthesis, right? Because they're so deep anyway. Um, But they'd be able, like, you'd have deep marine life that would possibly be able to go further up than it did before. Oh, so it has more space. Well, and you'd assume, like, evolution will work and ones with certain mutations will benefit from going further and they will just continue to evolve and a new species could emerge eventually or whatever but deep marine life will actually uh triumph in this scenario and yeah and and that could essentially continue for billions of years but eventually earth would fall into an orbit of another planet if the the point another sun yeah yeah the sun or sorry yeah well another solar system another galaxy maybe i don't know i don't know how this yeah, works yeah. <laughs> but but the earth would never end even just interestingly yeah. even with the sun disappearing yeah, humanity so could end but the it, earth itself wouldn't even be stopped by that i find that really fascinating because a lot of the other ones are like we destroy the world for all life like everything where this is we'll probably just die but it'll be fine you know, it's Ooh. like like a virus. Like it might kill off humans, but the Earth will thrive. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. You know, there's a lot of those. Yeah, it's, like even the humans going underground. You can only go underground for like a couple of centuries before. Yeah, yeah, and then you'll end up with like vault 
uh, people to be false, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh, falling. <laughs> or you'd start, yeah, if maybe you'd mutate that you can only live underground and you just become mole people. You've got huge eyes. And yeah, so. maybe that's what like the hollow earth people that are alive beneath us now are. They were the people oh, that they went. Were the people before we came into orbit of this, yeah, of this yeah. sun. That's a cool theory. Yeah. I imagine it's true. Let's start a new society based on this principle. Let's start a religion. You already got a micro a motorbike club. Not a gang a club. A gang club. Um, now we the, need to start a cult. Yeah. No, it's interesting because that's one of the theories with, um, what is it, Europa, which is one of um, Jupiter's moons. Yeah. yeah. It has a solid ice surface. Mm. Um, and the same with Neptune is that they could actually have a huge... Europa's the big marine one. life. Where yeah. They, um, that's in the in the two thousand and one books. It's Europa. Where oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, it's the one where they reckon there actually probably is life. Yeah, there could be like really intelligent whales or dolphins living there. Maybe that's where the dolphins came from. Um, ah, number twenty one. I mentioned methane gas already. Yes. So another favorite of what killed the dinosaurs. There is currently underground in. Under the crust of the Earth, there is huge pockets of methane that's built up from uh, same way you get like sulfur gas and stuff. You get methane gas, and a simple shift in the crust of the Earth from earthquakes or from sea mining or oil drilling, any of that kind of stuff, could result in us just popping open one of these pockets. It would fill into the oceans. Um, first of all, it would probably kill a huge amount of sea life, but then it would go into our atmosphere and poison our atmosphere. Um, mightn't kill everybody but it'll certainly fuck up our oxygen levels yeah, and yeah. make it very life life would not be the same life altering anyway yeah definitely um, we would we would even if it doesn't kill us directly it would kill a lot of animal and plant life and then that would have a knock on effect on us yeah, <laughs> on our yeah. food sources and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> crazy and is this uh, what's the likelihood of this Um. I don't have any statistics on it, but it has happened before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> methane gas is affecting the earth as we speak. Coming yeah, just from, from natural from, sources. Just coming from cattle sources. farming and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge thing. Um, yeah, I'd be really, uh, I'd be so fucking angry if cows <laughs> were what ended humanity. Because <laughs> you all wanted a fucking burger. Yeah. Bastards. Because why is it like something, one cow is, has I 20 know. times bigger a carbon footprint than a human? Yeah. So, even one who drives like a huge jeep, like <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Plus, the thing like the, the population of cows left on their own would never have come to the made like the billions that it is now, because we've force bred them and yeah. We, like, so that yeah, it's just something we need to do a lot about. <laughs> it's not sustainable at all. The current level of beef production and consumption we have, uh, oh, it's gonna kill us. Start eating each other. Well, we should eat all the cows first. <laughs> and then, uh, then uh, number 20 is uh, a supernatural one, but not necessarily supernatural, which is uh, the rapture. And every good God-fearing Christian knows the rapture is coming. It is coming. And and you, sinner. Wouldn't that are... be a great name for like a hip-hop artist, the rapture? Yeah. <laughs> Because you could, ah, oh, sorry. No, go on. No, just because like, I can just like envision like the, the sort of, tr not that you typically don't do trailers for albums, but like you do viral videos and it's just like on a black screen and it just shows the apocalypse and it just comes up, the rapture is coming. And then you just hear a beat in the background <laughs> all leading up to the launch of your hip hop record. 
That's amazing. Because they're all called like the game. Like, yeah, they're all yeah, something. Yeah. The rapture. And I wasn't even going because rap. Like, that didn't even occur to me. But yeah. it works. So, in Christian uh, mythology or eschatology, which is the word I got, uh, the rapture refers to the predicted end time event when all Christian believers, living and resurrected dead, will rise into the sky and join Christ for eternity. So about 30% of the Earth's population are, des- are describe themselves as Christian in some form, whether you're Catholic, Protestant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Evangelical, whatever, uh, Baptist. Uh, this could a- end up being a positive dent in the overpopulation problem, I thought, if it does happen. <laughs> yeah. um, it would make the planet a lot cosier for the rest of us. Except that they uh, believe we'll all be tortured for eternity by demons and stuff for our sins. So if that is what happens, then, you know... One man's torture is another person's fetish. Yeah, well, it, it, this is a joke we always had in college, which was, I always remember, we always had a, you know, I'd rather go to hell because that's where all the cool people are. Yeah, yeah. And we were saying, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you rather, like, end up playing poker with, like, James Dean and... Uh, think James Dean went to hell? Oh, yeah. Um, because, <laughs> because he was homosexual, is that what you're Allegedly, saying? Allegedly, yeah. Well, <laughs> this, if we're going by these rules. Yeah, that's true, actually, that's and, true. And, um... So like yeah, all those kind of cool like you'd have just load of cool people in hell playing poker or like you know it would just be a fun party all the time I think we're in heaven everybody would still be praying even though they're in heaven but can you really imagine boring. you get to hell and you're talking to like Satan himself and you're like so where's James Dean he's like what where's James Dean he's in heaven it's like but I thought he was like a closet homosexual. Yeah, but he made rebel without a cause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's like, like, Wait, he's what? Like, it's all about. It's balance. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like what, about, what about Jimi Hendrix? Like, he played me in guitar. It's like, so who's in hell? He's like, all the people that done shit things. It's like, it doesn't matter if you were gay. Of course, God's going to let you into heaven if you've done good. Like, Which is, if there is heaven, hell is far more likely. Yeah, let's be honest. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. God didn't want people to cheat on their wives, but that only went for if you had nothing else going for you. If you're rich and talented, you can do whatever the fuck you like. Whereas, <laughs> <laughs> like, turns out heaven and hell operate exactly like art. Yeah, it's all the 1% in heaven. <laughs> and the poor are all in hell. Yeah. We, we make all the behind the scenes stuff for heaven. So we're constantly just like making nice food and. <laughs> painting painting You're just like slave. painting clouds and that's stuff actually an interesting one where that's what hell is you actually just become a slave to the people in heaven yeah yeah but they can't see you but you can see them yeah yeah you can't rea- interact with them but so to them they literally don't know you're there to them but to them like food is disappearing on the table but you're having to cook it and well you know that the cartoony and... heaven thing is like anything you want just imagine it and it's there so you imagine yourself a big feast and it just pops up but what they don't see is all the slaves from hell coming up and having to bring that food cook that food for them really quickly yeah because yeah. they just wished it yeah <laughs> it's a good idea yeah but now you might think, okay, the rapture is, um, it's a supernatural idea, but... Well, I don't think that at all. I'm a God-fearing Christian. Yeah. But if you aren't a God-fearing Christian... We do have blasphemy laws in Ireland, after all. Oh, my God. We're, we're, yeah, let's just talk about that for a second. <laughs> um, this is why we're going to have to be careful about what we say. Yeah. Um, yeah. That what was, the fuck? I didn't realise that was a new law in 2009. I think we even, or it was revised. It was revised. I'm sure we talked. I think about, we talked about that. We did. Yeah, yeah, on and the, I'd uh, forgotten Fahrenheit 451 episode. Yeah, we and I'd forgotten about. about that. 
for listeners, we must explain this. Yeah. Um, Stephen Fry, I'm sure people know yeah, yeah. who Stephen Fry is. He's English TV presenter and comedian and writer and basically the modern Oscar Wilde. He even looked like him. He even played him in a movie. Yeah. Um, and he... Um, he was on an interview on a TV show here where he basically said, if God does exist, then he's a horrible, cruel, evil man, basically, because yeah, yeah. of, you know, children get cancer and die and all that kind of stuff. And these are the opinions of Stephen Fry. Yeah, yeah. disaster. Not this us. Podcast. And, and, uh, and some fucker decided, oh, well, actually, you know, that's blasphemy because there is this law that was passed in 2009 by such and such. And um, so he reported it to... The guardy are police, and or they, she, we don't or know. She, um, and they uh, they have to investigate it because it's the real law. Well, they had to investigate it, but they dropped the investigation yeah. in the last two days, I think, because there wasn't and there wasn't enough number of people that complained or was outraged oh, yeah. by it. There was no follow up because blasphemies has to offend. People, is that it? I don't think it has to. I think it was just their way out. I think what happened, though, I think the person that made the complaint wasn't actually offended. I think the complaint was made to oh, raise the issue. Oh, okay. To try and get into get get some print and to yeah. So it was actually a positive thing. I think uh, that's what I assume. Okay, I thought it the, was the interview was done in two thousand and eleven. I thought it was 14, but... Uh, uh, I thought it was 11. But either yeah. way, it was... If it wasn't done this year, it, it seems ago, like yeah. weird that somebody would complain now anyway. Yeah, I thought it was a case of... um, It's that sort of thing of... Oh, that could offend people. It doesn't offend me, but I think somebody has been offended by it and I need to stand up for those people who don't exist who are offended. I thought it was that kind of a No, I think, I think it must have definitely been somebody that was trying to... Uh, Raise awareness. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so late, it doesn't matter. Like any more than a year, it's cr- like because usually those type of complaints are reaction, and an yeah. old biddy just rings. Yeah, the Joe Duffy. <laughs> yeah, or, I'm trying to think of our version of Ofcom, but yeah, whatever to complain. But this was an actual like a police report. I I I imagine it was. Can you imagine being the policeman? Who has to take that report? Somebody mm. comes into your station and is like, I'd like to report some blasphemy, please. It's crazy that we have a blasphemy law because uh, we are, res- but because of that law, Ireland can talk all at once about being a neutral country and sir, in whenever there's a conflict and all this. But we have so much blood on our hands because of yeah. that law, because so many countries in the Middle East, when they fucking bring women out and stone them to death for yeah. not wearing the right clothing or whatever, they point to the Western, to us as an example of a Western country that has a blasphemy law. Yeah, and exactly. they use it, they use that law as vindication to why they can use their their far harsher versions, but they yeah. still, and they'd find somewhere way to you to get vindication anyway. Whether yeah. we had it or not, but the fact that we are theirs, we're their justification. Yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah. Like we, well, we we have to take responsibility for that. It's an awful fucking law. It's crazy that it exists. And I, like when I, as I read the art, the story this week, I was just kind of thinking about it. like that's Game of Thrones level of bullshit laws. Like that's a law is, that yeah. would exist in Game of Thrones. And it's I just it's like <laughs> I think it was one of the things. It's just like how were we allowed to be still like a part of Europe? 
<laughs> you know, like it's a way like there's there's European laws that dictate a lot of stuff we do in commerce and all sorts of things, and there's things with immigration and rights for refugees and all this sort of stuff and like even how we build our fucking roads and things like that is all about it but yeah, yet we yeah. were laid out for blasphemy law like is that recent i understand if it was a law that was still there and it was put in in place in like the 50s and they just hadn't taken it out yet but the fact that they rewrote it yeah yeah only... well it was redefined because i guess of new media and stuff yeah it's... like the, the the advent of the internet or something yeah because we can like that's why it came up on uh, Fahrenheit four five one was the point that we like even even now we we yeah. are in breach of that law by talking yeah. about it. like just by say by mocking God like by saying God's a cunt that's now that's I've broke the blasphemy blasphemy, yeah. uh, I, wonder, blasphemy I, wonder, I wonder what the punishment is is it, oh it was a fine of up to like twenty five grand or something yeah. like that um, but I suppose it's different if you're public broadcast to you, like it was on our TV Blasphemy channel. is like the, you, in the street that yeah it, you can be wow. you're in breach of the law. Fuck me, Jesus, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but the thing is, like with blasphemy, I, it has to be a ne- like even like that. Fuck me, Jesus, that's more. That is that that's taking Lord's name in vain. That's not the yeah, law. Know, yeah. It's saying God is horrible. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It's more like questioning the law. Like Which if anything, it should insane. be the, it, it should be the other way around. Not neither of them should exist, but yeah, it's to me like if it's a law and people are going to enforce it and take it seriously, I think we're not that far away from you and me being put into a concentration camp for being atheists. You know, yeah, yeah. And I, I really mean that. Like I think it's we could end up going that way. Like it's if people start getting really, but we couldn't because like the the. the the number I know, like in the last census, lots of people still identified uh, as Catholic. Yeah, but but the number of people who said they didn't uh, like quadrupled or something. Yeah, but it was still like eighty five percent of. Oh yeah, we went from four percent to like seventeen or eighteen percent said identified yeah. as atheists. Yeah. But you see, why I think that this was somebody wanting to draw attention to it is because. Last week, you also had the doll voted to add uh, to have thirty seconds of reflection time before meetings. Oh yeah, or prayer. Yeah, yeah they call her a but it means prayer. And I think even today it was the first doll meeting since it passed, and like six politicians remain seated during it because oh, they, yeah. they identify as atheists or whatever. Yeah, and also just around Easter, there was this whole debate about the Good Friday. We talked about this before the Good Friday law here that you can't. By alcohol because yeah. it's a holiday, uh, a religious holiday, and there's talk about overturning that, and the religious crowd got up in arms about it. So there's been so many talk about religious laws that yeah. I think somebody took the opportunity to yeah, to be like everybody's forgetting about this other one that actually is still on the books. Yeah, it's like add to the debate. Anyway, yeah, it's crazy. Like we don't have freedom of speech in this country. But anyway. Back to the rapture. <laughs> yeah, so as I was saying, like the, the idea of the rapture being that's your follow up album right there. Back to the rapture. <laughs> Back to the rapture. <laughs> um, that it actually could be. It's, it's, it's scarier than you think because most religions actually have their own version of. Uh, they all, most of them believe in a version of a deity or a god, and a lot of them believe in the afterlife, and a lot of them believe in a version of the rapture of that they will go be with their God or their prophet and all that. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Um, and 
it's possible that a lot of groups might take it upon themselves to make it happen to if it's not it going to happen. to happen. So yeah. this could take a a religious group who want the rapture to happen, so they set off nukes or a biological weapon or any of the other things we mentioned already, like um, they reprogram nanites to kill everybody, whatever. <laughs> um, and in, what was it, in 1995, there was members of the Aum Shinri Cairo sect... Kyo sect uh, unleashed sarin nerve gas into a Tokyo subway station, killing 12 people and injured more than 5,000 people from the gas. Um, Had things gone how they intended them to, the death toll would have been hundreds of times greater. So they basically, they fucked it up, their terrorist attack, but they would have killed like hundreds of thousands of people and all in the name of their God. And so... Basically, the they released it in the subway, and then it was more contained than they thought it would be. So, <laughs> so it could happen. And so um, a man made a man made rapture, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so it could happen, um, and that would still be the rapture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then number nineteen, Cthulhu, high priest of the great old ones, the great dreamer, the st- sleeper of relay. <laughs> so what's number 18? Uh, <laughs> it's it's Relia. Sorry, Relia, sorry. <laughs> it's also Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh? <laughs> or it's actually more, it's more guttural, isn't it? It's, um, so we, we'll just skip that one. Cause that's, well, no, that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> that's all I wrote on my notes. Um, was, uh, Cthulhu. Possible. Yeah. But would Cthulhu <laughs> end humanity? Or would he bring forth the new age of peace and prosperity? The 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 elder ones were what created us to begin with. If we we're going by this mythology, yeah, I actually know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's more that you'd um, who knows what he wants to do. It's beyond our understanding, anyway. Yeah, all we you know can't is even look him in the eye. Like all we know is one of these days he's going to wake up, and that'll be it. So staying with the the really likely scenarios. Yeah. 18, the uh, forced evolutionary virus. Or FEV. Or FEV, which uh, I was going to talk about, but now, because of a certain poll we had on Twitter, I'm not, we're not going to talk about because it's going to be our next episode. <laughs> we're going to do our <laughs> second most requested episode uh, next week. And um, I think that's all we have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going like, to talk about eugenics and stuff. Yeah, here, yeah. but yeah, that's just going to be the next episode. But for those who don't know, it's uh, FEV viruses from Fallout. We're going to talk in this just about general scientific experiments and trying to like enhance humans. How that could go terribly wrong, yeah. uh, and it could. But that's a a conversation for another day. So so straight to seventeen, uh, loss of knowledge. So essentially, this is just the people become. Uh, you could argue they already are. Uh, complacent in life and happy to let technology solve all their problems and yeah they definitely are yeah. <laughs> eventually a few of the events we've talked about be it the really likely ones or the unlikely ones like the fev or cthulhu um eventually some of them are going to happen and we're just going to be left with people that just don't have an, uh, enough skill enough real world experience skills or knowledge to oh why'd you um and uh, like what you're talking about your um 
What did you call it again? The um, is this something Buzz, I Buzzkill? Yeah. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's a reference to something else we, we'll tell you about some date in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'll just be left with people that don't have the skills uh, to survive or rebuild after those events yeah. happen. Uh, Which is kind of like we talked about before in our. Um, our village of a hundred people kind of mm. episode, which is if you were to take a selection of a hundred people off the street and build a whole civilization with them, how many of them would have yeah. this? Like, you're probably going to end up with like seventy digital marketers, thirty graphic designers, and you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nobody knows how to, they all know how to do anything with technology. A few of them might have skills like they'll all, a few of them have skills like driving a car and yeah one or two might have gone which might be and they're probably one, not cars <laughs> yeah one or two might have gone like clay pigeon shooting on a stag or something um you know but you're not good how many of them are going to have the skills to rebuild like are you saying village? we don't have <laughs> apt squill skills because S- squills um, <laughs> certainly <laughs> certainly not the english ones anyway i think between you and me we actually have a decent skill set to not necessarily completely survive, but at least put in a good effort. (laughs) 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 To be like, have somebody to like, have a a Max or a Joel or a, what's his name from Walking Dead come along and go, they find our corpse and they're like, they done their best. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, we could survive. I don't know if we could survive indefinitely. I imagine like we have the skill set to, set up crops and grow crops and then we mightn't have the organization skills to plan ahead and then we get to winter and we've eaten all our crops and then we'll die you know <laughs> where everyone else would have died six months earlier because they didn't know how to grow crops yeah, at all yeah. and <laughs> so we wouldn't be like rick and walking dead but we, but we could get to the point where we could be like one of his people on his sort of committee yeah yeah like what what's... we'd have the we'd have his ear <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we won't be like who, that guy that's like the hunter, the sort of southern guy that drives the <laughs> motorbike. We won't be him because he's far too yeah, well yeah. equipped. We'd be like uh, the Asian guy. What's his name? Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, we'd be that sort of be grand, but we wouldn't have okay. do- got there on our own. Like. We'd last a few seasons, and then everyone would think we're dead, and then we would be dead. Is he dead now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I haven't watched it for years. He's dead in the comics, anyway. Yeah. Um, I know the character that kills him in the comics is now in the show, so I assume. Yeah. But I think that's a gen. I think the loss of knowledge in general, just because people don't learn as much anymore. Maybe people, oh. you know, going into institutions to learn hasn't really changed. But I don't like people. Certainly, they don't read as much. They don't. They're not people aren't as curious. They don't want to learn new things. You even look at like what's going on in a lot of in American universities where there's this whole left versus right thing and nobody yeah. wants to hear people that nobody wants to hear another person's opinion anymore. No. Nobody wants to be challenged. Like people just don't want to learn. Yeah. And in a very kind of like, I believe what I believe and you're not going to change my mind. And you're like, well, actually if I told you everything, maybe it could change your mind, but they're like, Oh, I don't want to hear it. And it's... Yeah. Well, the fact that you can be, these kids are like 20. Yeah. And have decided they don't want their mind to ever change from what they think. Under 20. That's madness. That's insane. If I still taught what I taught at 20, I'd probably be dead. Because I was stupid. <laughs> I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> How old was I when I knew... I was, what, 21 oh. when you met me? 
right? 22. Yeah, oh, 21. Anyway, I thought, really? I thought I'd be younger, but... No, 21, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was a no, fucking... Okay. Yeah, well, I'd say 20 and I was 19, but either or. doesn't really... A year of a difference. It was still matter. legal. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it was still okay that we shared a bed for a little while. <laughs> but right? yeah, like the idea of just not wanting to be challenged at so young in life to say, I don't want to be challenged ever again. It's like, you're not going to, like, humanity's not going to get far. Like, if we all thought like that, if everybody in the world decided at 20 that they don't want to be challenged from what they think at that moment in time, we probably would have about a century left. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the loss of knowledge, but also the loss of just curiosity, I guess, and wanting to hear other people out. Yeah, we'd end up like the, um, oh, what are they called? The people in um, the time machine in the future. There's the people who live above ground. Yeah. Well, the people above ground have it worked. They're the, kid, the ones who just have let the library turn yeah. to dust and stuff. The Molo- Molochs yeah. are the ones underground. I can't remember what the above ground ones are. I, yeah, I can't even remember. Um, but they're just they're fucking kids who just, yeah. They're kind of like the, the humans in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. Only without having a predator after them, they just decide to. Yeah, they just let everything go to waste. Yeah, but we might not even get that far. (laughs) No. Yeah, I I, like uh, that one. Genuinely worries me because it could happen. Loss of knowledge and the fact that we and I think this is something I have listed later on, but the fact that the loss of knowledge, but we also are kind of, you know, if if. The internet goes, a lot of knowledge will be lost because we don't keep things on hard copy anymore. Yeah. So it's going to be even harder to regain a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Like, you know, there's books and manuals of certain teachings and technologies that have come out in the last five years that aren't available on hard copy. Like it only exists in the cloud. It's crazy. It's like, to quote another podcast I was listening to on my way here, I was listening to a Smodcast and it was, what's his name, Ryan, Ryan or Brian Johnson? Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson, uh, he's, he's in comic book band, and he was talking about, this girl asked him for an autograph, did you hear this? I don't think I heard that one. This girl, he was like, in the park with like his niece or something, and he said this kid came up to him and asked him for an autograph, and he was like, yeah, no problem. She's like, oh, you're the guy of comic book men, he's like, yeah, yeah. And she handed him her phone, and she had an app where he could sign his name with his finger. And all he could think was, but that's not archival, that's, that's not permanent, like, do you want some paper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why do you want a digital, like, s- s- autograph? That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's... Also, would you ever sign something digitally? Because no. who knows what app you're actually signing? Exactly. <laughs> like, that's insane. That's a, uh, yeah, I wouldn't sign that. That's it, yeah, yeah. I, I thought like, that's where it was going to go. No, no. I've never... That's the other side of it. But just the, his whole thing, his whole point was, yeah, like that. Is which is a good point. Yeah, yeah. You collect, like, people collect autographs and then put them in a scrapbook or an album or something. And, yeah, an autograph and you keep book them. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then possibly they have a resale value or whatever. Where, like, like what's the point of even having that? What do yeah. you do that? You put it on your Pinterest? Like, yeah. That's a, yeah. That's fuck. That's really weird. <laughs> like the only way it makes sense to do that is if you are running a con and you're getting them to sign over to co-sign on a car without <laughs> yeah. without them realizing <laughs> that you then default on the loan yeah, or you yeah. steal or something, like, <laughs> and they have to pay for it. Uh, <laughs> but staying with the future, uh, sixteen advancing yeah. human life, which I think oh, is yes. a, another 
a big one. So many scientists and commentators on, on science believe that pretty soon humans are going to be able to live up to 200 years. Wow. Uh, and they see this as a, as a cause for good. This is the best thing you can do yeah, for humanity. Yeah. Make us live another, well, what, like 120 years on average? Average, yeah, yeah I'd say 120 um, But like all, like all this does is cause problems for the world. <laughs> like the, the obvious being the effect it'd have on overpopulation. We already Which have we a population. Yeah. yeah. We, all, we haven't populated, we covered this in the, we covered this without the advance of human life. So already, yeah, it's worrying, the overpopulation problem we could face. <laughs> yeah. But then you add to it that, let's say a billion, we'll just say it's a billion of that current population live yeah. for another hundred years. The richest people that can afford that. That's an extra billion thrown onto the overpopulation problem. Their yeah. children will inherit their money. They'll be able to afford to live 200 years. All of a sudden, like, nobody's, if, no, if nobody's dying and people are still being born at the same rate. Yeah. It's, uh, where are we all going to live? Never mind what we're, like, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? Like, ugh, it's just it crazy. Just, it, 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 this is like just the overpopulation problem, just sped up and with way, way more people. Yeah. Uh, uh, an unprecedented rate because it wouldn't be gradual like they're talking about this within like 20 and 30 years they might have the technology to make you get 120 years extra yeah so it could be like such an instant problem yeah. would, would you, you do it uh, <laughs> it depends like if you can if like you get it done at like 50 oh, yeah. and you get to live to you know you get another 100 years of living like you're 50 maybe but yeah, that you could stay with, like, a certain amount of vitality or something. Like. Yeah, but if it's just going to slow down the rate, I'm not sure. But one of the reasons I wouldn't do this, and this is another reason this is a big problem. Um, so, yeah, to keep your vitality, like, stay at 50 or... Like, 50's a good age. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like old man Logan. Yeah, yeah. But the big problem, I think, is what... Like, you add that this is the overall population problem, but another problem we mentioned earlier, yeah. another a cause for concern was... Uh, I mentioned mass insanity, how like people, depression rates and all these mental yeah. illnesses are, the, as the, the quicker the world grows, the higher these mental illnesses rates go up yeah, and yeah. they're causing big problems. If you like, it, most people, or not most people, but a good percentage of the population has a mental problem. Yeah. It's, it's quite normal. Like nobody needs to be ashamed about that. Like it's that common. Yeah. If you're now living to be 200, you still have those problems. Yeah. Those problems tend to get worse with age. Yeah. How bad, if you've got these mental illnesses at like 50, how bad are they when you're 160? Yeah. And even and then you take the other side of it of like, there's, there's so many factors to this. Like say, okay, your average lifespan is now 200, but you still get Alzheimer's at uh, 70. So exactly. 130 yeah, years yeah, yeah. of being... In a nursing home. But that's the thing, because the, the, this science, the, the science about making, prolonging human life is all about getting the human, making the human body better, but not the yeah. mind. Yeah. Nobody, fucking doctors still, like, nobody understands the mind still, like. Yeah. Yeah, and then would it be that vitality or would it be, you would be a decrepit 90-year-old for 110 years? You yeah, know, yeah. You're, you're just being kept alive. Would it be, like, not the best film ever, but have you seen Time, is Timeless at the... Justin Timberlake sci-fi movie where he no. the concept of that is um, they've discovered this right you can and people can live forever 
because they've created this. But how they've done it is time is a currency and you can trade it with people have like an implant in their arm and you can trade your time. So all the, but it's controlled by the rich. Damn, I wrote a, I wrote a short story kind of like that, but it's people, you can trade sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they figure out you can live longer, like like without actually sleeping, but you can pretty much get the brain scans of somebody else. You pretty much take their sleep. Yeah. So it's kind of it's this world where the poor are essentially people who professional sleepers. Like. Yeah, yeah, and they sell their sleep and they've got all these problems because there there's essentially an insomnia pandemic for the working class, but then the rich can prolong their life by buying sleep. Yeah. But it's pretty much the same idea. That's a cool idea. Um. Yeah, and this is like, um, so everybody looks like they're 20, basically, or 25 in it. But you could be in your 90s, you could be, you could actually be 20 in it. Yeah, yeah. Like there is, is it Justin Timberlake, isn't it? And I think it's Olivia Wilde plays his mum. Like, and. Okay. And like, he's working in a factory and he's trying to, she's running out of time. She's, she's like, oh, I've only got half an hour left. And he's like, oh, I just finished work. I've got six hours so he's right. he's trying to get to her before she runs out of time and like there's a big dramatic scene where they like meet on the street and he's like 10 seconds run away from her and she has like 8 seconds left and then she dies right and it's like it's, it's done really dramatic and he's just like no and, and, and like he borrows an arrow from his mate because he needs you know this kind of stuff and then he meets uh, this guy who has like a million years on his thing but he's been alive for like 140 years and he doesn't want to live anymore he's just bo- he's had enough right so he gives him all his time and then jumps off a bridge <laughs> <laughs> okay even though he would have just died if he didn't jump off the bridge but for dramatic effect yeah, yeah and yeah. then he goes up against another millionaire and it's a whole class thing but it's um, it's a cool concept uh, it's not a terrible the film it just get it gets worse as it goes on basically right. as it gets as they try to dig more out of the concept, yeah, yeah. it it falls down. But it, like the first half hour of the film is really interesting, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and then it kind of falls apart. But uh, but it's a cool idea, and I can imagine if they had if they were able to create this type of immortality, that would be how it would go. And they never explain it or anything; it's just that's the way it is. And I see, yeah, I, yeah, it's a good idea. I'd be curious to see it now, especially to see what how similar it would be. It doesn't sound too like where it goes. Doesn't sound yeah. too even similar watch the first to my like, half hour, forty minutes of it. You know. The idea in my one, because that was kind of the setup, but there's also, there's a handful of people that just have a genetic uh, mutation where they have, they're like a limitless source, they're limitless energy for sleep themselves. Oh, cool. But they are kind of, they'd be taken as a prisoner and just hooked up for life. Yeah. And the main character is, he works for one, the big car, the a company that pretty much convince you to sell your sleep. Like, yeah. Like he's kind of like Tom Cruise in a, What's that film where he's lived, I repeat? Oh, Edge yeah, of Tomorrow. Yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. that character, but then they, his corporation find out that he's actually got that mutation, so he becomes uh, haunted. Um, so at least it goes in a different direction, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, sounds more like a Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That I, and and that then I even though he has no skills or whatever, he ends up... Killing everybody yeah, with his yeah. ninja skills, even though he never has any. Because even like thinking about that, well, that kind of sounds very like uh, where uh, oh the Philip K. Dick novel that Spielberg done, Minority Report, oh, where yeah. he becomes <laughs> yeah he's the inside man who becomes yeah. the <laughs> I accidentally just made another Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> you know what? But you, he would buy it. You know, and yeah. you, it you, you would make now. 
You would make a few hundred thousand of that. You wouldn't make a million, but a few hundred thousand of that. You'd buy a house out of it. But it'd be, the thing is, Tom Cruise films tend to be always pretty good. Not amazing, but there's no, like, well, there's a few terrible ones. But Edge of Tomorrow is fantastic. It's great. But anyway, uh, 15. Are we on 15? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can move on over that. So the conspiracy theories are true. The New World Order, oh, yeah. Illuminati, or the Lizard People cull off 90, 95% of the population, or whatever percent they yeah. tend to want gone that they think yeah. they need. Uh, is that one that worries you? Is this a, a way the world could end? Absolutely. Is this a way the world should end? It's the way the world will end. Or would end? <laughs> well, it, well, do you think it should end that way? Do you think it, there needs to be a coven? I'm trying to deduct <laughs> whether you might be a member of the Illuminati. Um, that's two questions there, Johnny. Am I Illuminati? And do I think there is a culling? Or should be a culling? Well, answer whichever... Answer one. Answer the one that you don't need to worry about answering. That there won't be any repercussions for you answering on a podcast. Oh, okay. Um, I think there should be a culling. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Um, Do you believe in either the New World Order, Illuminati, or the the Lizard People? um, Do I think there is a group of people behind the governments controlling things? Very likely, yes. um, I don't necessarily think that the people we vote in power are, in, are actually in power at all. That's oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, which would be sort of that's what people that believe in the Illuminati. Because the Illuminati and New World Order are, are kind of two different. The Illuminati are the people that actually work behind the scenes, I guess. Yeah. And the New World Order would be the opinion that all the world leaders are working together. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Illuminati is kind of like this the scarier one where, well, the world leaders don't really even have anything to uh, say in the matter. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I've... Hmm. At least that's kind of what I got from when I hear conspiracy yeah, theorists it's talk a complicated, about it. It's a complicated one because I know there are people who go... and There's people who go into politics with a goal to... They might start off as a local councillor to get a park built for their kids or something. And, and they have good ideals and yeah, good yeah, ideas. Yeah. And they're always, they're going to be the good civil servants who will do their job. They'll show up every 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 day to meetings, all that kind of stuff. And they're never going to be the successful ones. Yeah, yeah. Sadly. It's always the corrupt motherfuckers who go in for, for themselves, who are there to make money, to make their friends money. Yeah, yeah. And who rub shoulders with people at the top. And they're the ones who will always rise to the top. They'll always be the prime minister, the president, yeah. whatever. But and it's a small have the power. It's those former ones you mentioned though that will be thrown under the bus. So in that in but my whole point is in that way that a lot of the people in power, they're in it for themselves selfishly. They're not thinking about the grand scheme of things. They're not thinking about, you know, oh the, what will this how will this affect, you know, laws and the environment in a mm. hundred years or twenty years even. They're just thinking about themselves, they're thinking about getting in there. Working for 20 years, making a ton of money, getting a great pension and getting the fuck out of there. So th- there's no way they're all working together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So no culling there's... of the population. Well, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> you don't think they're No, I think this it. whole New World Order, the, of all, all, all the governments working together, that kind of thing. No, but it's possible that there are... It's certainly possible. There is several corporations working together or private millionaires working together who are lobbying and causing a lot of influence of what the decisions yeah, they yeah. make 
yeah. Yeah, because when you look on at a global it, scale, yeah. not just say in one country. Yeah, when you get down to it and actually look at like how many companies are just subsidiaries of other companies, and you're just like, oh, it turns out Disney just own everything anyway. Yeah, there's like <laughs> there's actually five billionaires who own everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, fourteen. I yeah. don't think we should even talk about this now because it's an episode. Yeah, we, just... we, we'll mention how likely we think it is, but uh, alien invasion. Ooh. We obviously have to touch on aliens at some point. We haven't. Yeah. In fifty. 51 episodes now it hasn't even came up that's crazy balls because it requires like a few episodes together maybe yeah and it's um this is again back to like very simply um the likelihood of there being life on other planets 100% I think in my opinion like yeah. maybe I'm wrong maybe it's 99% or something but I think it's 100% there is a civilization that's at least as advanced as us um on a planet somewhere in the galaxy. Yeah, like we kind of... I guess we kind of touched on it, it this in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. The, and But do you think uh, them invading? I think we're all so far apart. The, like if they have managed to create the technology to get here, they're, they're coming here to colonize. Yeah, yeah. And they're probably on like some multi-generational ship. So they're coming here to stay. It'll be more like... Um, What's it called? Alien Nation. What's Alien Nation? Oh, man. This is an 80s movie and TV series where this huge ship arrives on Earth and it's full of, like, sick and dying slaves from from an alien planet. And then there's loads of overseers, like slave drivers and stuff, and they kind of mix themselves into the population and they all just descend on the planet. And then we just have to get along with another species. Okay, are they, do do they have like a spaceship hovering over like New York in it? No, I think or, it's, I don't know if it's crashed or it's landed or they've all come up. Basically, they, they couldn't be, live on the ship anymore yeah. or whatever. Like it ran out of, they ran out of water like a month right. ago and they're they're fucked like basically. Um, and so they can't, there's nowhere for them to go. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, ship doesn't work anymore. They're essentially refugees from space is the idea. Um, so I, I think that's a more likely thing than... Um, an actual invasion though there might be pirates who will just come and take all our water and <laughs> yeah. then leave us fucked you know that's <laughs> what do you think yeah I mean I I think if it, like an alien if aliens ever like did come to earth in like any sort of a, a if we saw a bunch of spaceships like hovering over our capital cities yeah one morning we wouldn't be alive that afternoon I think, like, if we yeah. ever have, like, if we ever have a mass invasion, it won't be a friendly, oh, you want to join our intergalactic union? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if we make, con- if they make contact, we're probably doomed, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or it's your kind of your day the earth stood still scenario mixed with the Star Trek theory. Have you heard this one? Um, no. The Star Trek theory is, in Star Trek, they have the prime directive, which is they don't interact with any species that are have a sublight travel technology so only when you break the light speed barrier will they interact with you so it's possible there's a whole huge federation galactic peaceful coalition empire out there and they know we're here and they're just waiting for us to come to their uh, to be evolved enough to for them to go oh come on join our coalition or whatever yeah and it's um it's possible, like, there's all this space travel going on, and they're just waiting for us. But the way I feel about that is, and I know, like, they're a different... 
we're talking about a different thing because they're a completely different species in another galaxy. Yeah. But the only thing we can really compare it to is what happens here on Earth. Yeah. So to me, that would be like uh, the British Empire being like, well, we're not going to contact any tribe who hasn't discovered the wheel yet. Yeah. Rod- but where that didn't happen, they were like, oh, they haven't discovered the wheel? Easy pickings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's I mean. It could go either way. Yeah. Just, uh, I would go with the easy pickings. Yeah. Even if, and even if there was a, a galactic union like the in Star Trek where they had yeah. that rule, there would be other ones that would be your, your North Koreas who would be like, we can pick on the small guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then I was saying the, the day the Earth was still because they, um, the kind of theory in that is that, is that empire exists, yeah. but it's ruled by... Uh, the reason they've come to us is not because we've discovered light travel. It's because they see we're going to destroy ourselves the way yeah, we're going yeah. at war. And they're coming to stop it because it's, it's l- illegal in the galaxy to do that, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So it's a peaceful, it's an invasion to, they think, oh, they need to be protected from themselves. Yeah, so there's yeah. a few ways it could go. It's um, like, the, it's like the Iraq war. <laughs> yeah. They have weapons of mass destruction. We better go over um, there and... Take all their water and oil and women. (laughs) So 13 is another one. Uh, Which we covered. We covered, well, we didn't cover zombie apocalypse. We covered small town zombie outbreak. Yeah. But zombie apocalypse is a big one. Is there any point us even, like, we can't really get into this where we're here all night. But that is number 13. We're go- we already talked about, if, you, if you're if you new, our like third episode was Night of the Living Dead, where we actually yeah. got into like some, like how it might be possible in the ridiculous sense that we... We should probably do uh, Dawn of the Dead then. Yeah, that's much of the same. I think like yeah. we, we need to go bigger. I think we'll do proper zombie apocalypse stuff yeah, soon enough. Like full on apocalypse. Yeah, 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 like World War Z or something. Yeah. But we leave it for another day. Yeah. But that is, that's our number 13 anyway. Number 12... Yeah, Waterworld. So it's a fairly basic scenario. Yeah, um, ocean levels rise. We have to take to the high seas, like that Kevin Costner movie. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, Man of Steel, where, <laughs> where his son becomes a fisherman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Obviously, because the world's surrounded by water and land of um, um What was the name of that Kevin Costner movie? That was also Waterworld. I guess this is a, you know, ocean levels are rising. Yeah. So we could face this. Yeah. Um, can you swim? Are you a good swimmer? I can swim. I wouldn't say I'm a good swimmer, though. Yeah, I could survive in an actual water world. <laughs> like, I could swim in a pool. I don't know about an ocean. like Or a water world. <laughs> yeah, you're just swimming all day? Permanently just in the water? Like, it's kind of those, like, the way it's represented in... The film Waterworld is there's no land anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then they have this big like treasure hunt for land, and it's a like there might be land over there. Rumor has it there's land over there, oh. and there's like one top of a mountain sticking out of the water somewhere in the yeah, whole planet yeah. on the whole planet. But it's, I think it's um, the amount of water levels or water that's frozen will ra- rise the water levels, but by maybe like two meters, mm. not by. Like in that, it's like two hundred meters. Yeah, like he yeah. he dives down and finds a city of skyscrapers like two hundred meters under the water at one point. <laughs> so I don't think it's quite a. But there's like a deluge in that where wasn't it? There was like storms for twenty years and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas our ones where it's just ocean level just rising. Yeah, it's never going to get that far. 
Yeah. Um, even all right, like even like stuff when you watch uh, that Al Gore documentary where he talks about like ocean levels rise and then he, they have the map of what it could do to places. Yeah. And like the science of it was completely taken apart. Within oh, like yeah. two months of being released, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. the documentary's categorized as fiction now. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. It's totally. Um, but even like, if you think, okay, say worldwide, all the oceans go up by two meters. You think, oh, that's not that high. It's pretty much every coastal town. Yeah, and yeah. more. Oh yeah, well, it's still it's like huge. Yeah, that's still a huge like. That's the problem with films like uh, what was that called? The Al Gore film. Um, the Inconvenient Truth Inconvenient Truth The problem with films like that Is because they over Sensationalise it So much That then when The other side The like far right people The climate change deniers yeah. Can disprove all the stuff He says Then everybody's like Oh well I guess he was lying And so we don't need to Worry it's about global it. warming yeah. It's like Just don't over sensationalise stuff Just tell the truth yeah, and emphasize how important a two meter rise actually is. Don't stretch it and say they're going to rise twenty meters, and Iceland is going to be underwater within ten years. Because then, yeah. when that doesn't happen, people yeah. are like, "You look like an idiot." Well, it, well not because he. I think he knew it wasn't true. Um, yeah, I think money played a factor now, but it makes people think, "Oh, well, all that global warming stuff was a lie after all." It turns out because Iceland's still there. Yeah, but it's like, no, just tell the truth. And don't oversell it. Emphasize why a small little rise is actually yeah. a big. Par- like, uh, talk about what how this will affect fishing and the ecosystem, and yeah. it's uh... and how it will just change. Like a two meter rise makes every tsunami that little bit worse. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. It's a uh... plus. How much landmass you're gonna lose? And then that affects agriculture and also just how it affects erosion. <laughs> yeah, everything. A two meter rise affects because, like you know, if if you what is it? It's something like you lose like what, I, I'm making up the number, but it's like half an inch every year of a coast disappears through erosion. Yeah. So if there's a two meter rise, well, isn't that an inch? So that's twi- twice. <laughs> so like exponential growth doesn't that over the course of twenty years? How much do you lose yeah. just because of this two meter rise? but they don't really talk about it in those terms to try and over sell no. it. But uh, I think we're all right for uh, ocean levels rising for a while, but uh, Johnny and Shane Jr. might might have to grow gills, but we, yeah. we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be okay. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I already know they're going to screw me out of my money, out of my <laughs> retirement fund. Eleven? Um, Somewhere in the future... Shane Jr. could be listening to this. Come on, my dad was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought the same about you, son. <laughs> okay. What a great little thing to leave for your future children. Yeah, yeah. So 11 is uh, Rise of the Machines. Um, oh, I actually wrote this. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. Because you wrote this. I just confused it because you wrote the singularity. And I was saying how this is a little different than the singularity. Yeah. Because in this scenario, it's more that we create artificial machines that would work with us. Yeah. Like in iRobot, say. Yeah. And the idea that eventually they might just decide, why are we working with these lesser dens? Oh, yeah, exactly. We're the, they're the uh, robo superiors. Yeah, because I always think the singularity is like, I always think of that as being like, they create an AI machine. Yeah. And it just decides at that moment... To, to like it runs an algorithm and I'm like yeah I figured out the problem 
it's humans yeah. are a virus and yeah. suddenly it at that point you know you can't open your fridge door anymore mm-hmm. and your microwave won't heat up your frozen dinner <laughs> so you starve to death yeah. um, whereas this one is more of a we create artificial intelligence machines but they're they, we essentially create another species and they're just they're yeah. like us but they, it's planet of the apes with machines yeah yeah, yeah. and eventually they would just decide why yeah. are we i don't want to be a butler anymore yeah, yeah. i do worry about that and i feel stupid when i do i think I'm, like it's like being 13 again it's like why am i worrying about this happening? this will <laughs> never happen <laughs> it's like you know what if the sun went away <laughs> yeah, yeah. but this uh, one i genuinely do get worried about yeah i think it could happen i think we could create like even if it's not true ai they are robots evolved to a point where they think they think for themselves if you know what i mean like it's not to get like too philosophical about it but like aren't, like, aren't humans don't we just work on a program anyway like yeah, we do like this thing or you know you're you're crazy dictator who gets into power and decides to like overthrow a neighboring country or whatever yeah he's got the same programming as, as every other human really yeah he might just lean in a different way for one specific uh piece of programming yeah. But he's still programmed much the same as every other human. So why would why would a robot be any different? They're just yeah. programmed the same as we are. Especially like if they're programmed to learn and gain from their experiences. They'll all have different experiences and then develop personalities and um yeah, you're gonna have robot terrorists, you're gonna have robot loyalists, you're gonna you know, it's it's that's the way it's gonna go. <laughs> it's uh, they will develop differently. Oh, uh, this one's yours. Yes, which is number 10. We evolve into machines. And this is to do with uh, the gap between like humans and technology. It's Oh, there's a specific word for it and I can't think of it now. Uh, and I didn't write it in my notes, but it's that uh, they reckon it's only, scientists reckon it's only a matter of time. And they say by less than 30 years, according to like, sometimes it's the way computers are, currently running and how we're interacting with machines and we're going from like google glass to like implants in your like in your eyes and it's just kind of evolving that we're becoming more one with machines but this is more the idea that you could upload your brain to a machine so like the episode of uh, black mirror what's the one called the, the uh, really good one san Junipero. yeah so you're reaching that kind of point of your either uploading your consciousness not necessarily to a program like that but you are the robot walking around and it's your brain. Yeah, yeah. All your your memories, everything is in that robot walking around or in a computer controlling so, something. You know, it's... But here's an interesting take on that. Is that a way the world ends or is that something that saves the world? Because all this other shit's going on. We're ruining the environment, overpopulation. Yeah, yeah. And if you get to that point, you don't need to worry about the other pro- some of the other problems. No, all you need then is... Like, you don't need food anymore. All you need is fuel. Yeah, yeah, and that could be, say, that could be wind power, and so if a wind, like if it, if a wind turbine breaks down, you download out of your fantasy world into a robot and that goes and then physically fixes the thing. And if your robot doesn't work, you download into another robot that fixes the robot, and it's just yeah, yeah you know, yeah. you can survive like that for eternity, and we don't need our the um, confines of our flesh anymore. Yeah, yeah. We evolved past it. There's um, a really, I think it's a Philip K. Dick story. It might not be. It might actually be some new water 
in my I might read it in some random like sci-fi collection and it was just written in his style it was yeah. really cool because it's about it's set like as a post-apocalyptic short and it's just two doctors in a lab trying to build a robot at least that's what yeah. you think and at the end it turns out it's actually two robots and they're just curious and they're trying to build a man because uh. it's it's the same thing it's the human consciousness is in machines and they're yeah. just trying to resurrect human life because it could they can be used as labor oh it's like flesh is gone yeah yeah, yeah. And they're just trying to bring because the, there's some That's specific cool, yeah. reason revealed at the end to what they would actually need human flesh yeah for. yeah can't and remember what, it's but. um again it kind of goes a little bit back to we're talking about the uh, alien invasion thing is it's possible that that would be how we um it's also yeah it's a possibility of how we could also end up doing space travel as we download our, our minds to a computer yeah, and yeah. send it into space and it, through sensors and stuff we'll explore the galaxy that way and communicate with other species and we'll be like a robot so it might be yeah. might be completely my personality is in a computer but it lives for the thousand years that it takes to get to another planet and then talks to those species. Do you and see, it's like, what's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> you see, I kind of see that just like it's us continuing because all we are, like our consciousness is what makes us really. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting one. And if, you, if you've created simulations where, because I imagine there's a lot of things that us as humans make us sane, I guess, which are, you know, you've like food, sleep, um, companionship, like even human touch, things of that, going into things like sex, human touch, they're not all general things like a hug, a handshake, not necessarily yeah, just yeah. sex. There are, I think there are a lot of things that keep us sane in life. And if you're a robot like that, then if it's your personality, do you start going crazy? Or because you have a simulation world you could live in, like in San Pan, I can never remember. It's San Junipero. San Junipero. Like in that. I'm going by memory. I'm not even sure if that's yeah, right. Um, the world in that is you're in a virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would never miss any of those things. You know? But in this version where it's like your consciousness is in a machine, it seems like you, you, would, you, you, you might need, yeah, you might miss that, the touch of a human. Yeah. But then in that scenario, do they have like a replicant, like flesh and blood since? And there's yeah. a, a storehouse where it's when you need that. Like say you, you've got a life partner, your consciousness in, are in machines and it's your life partner. But yeah. when you need that touch, you go and you download for a couple of hours, you download into the humanoid yeah. body and you go and fuck. <laughs> yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, and yeah. then you leave and go back to your, yeah, your, I suppose your heavenly dream world where yeah, you can do yeah. anything. Like, yeah. like where you just switch between the two when you need it. But I would think you wouldn't even need to go that far because in your VR world, it would be simulated to your brain that when you're touching another vr person yeah, yeah. you're touching you know? oh yeah 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 but my, my, mine was just that you would you could have the other option too yeah, if yeah. you did if you did feel like you were missing the real experience even if it was just to yeah. test that out like you're like i'm gonna you'd call it like going for a walk or something because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you, you just go watch a real sunset it's, yeah it's yeah like, even though you're looking at it through robotic eyes and things um yeah it's a it's an interesting one We'll get through to re- like a few of these really quick because these are going to be yep. future episodes. Uh, so number nine, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Kind of touched on it with like, this kind of like Alien Invasion, but like the scarier version and kind of like, I, I feel like I mean, this, that'd probably be how they would show up. 
Yeah, Should we, talk, we it, talked about parasites recently, too. Yeah, you said that very emotionlessly. I want to <laughs> you a pod person. Have you ever seen me drink a glass of water? <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. No, I've only ever seen you drink alcohol. <laughs> In my world, we breed alcohol. <laughs> I've never seen you drink a non-alcoholic drink in your life. That's that's a really funny idea. So. Uh, <laughs> ah, that's not true, though. You've seen me drink plenty of coffee. You've seen me drink more no, sorry, coffee, coffee than alcohol. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. But Invasion of the Body Snatchers will be an episode, so we shouldn't really yeah. talk about that at all. Because no. if we start talking about that... We won't get to the others. We won't get the other eight done. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, number eight is uh, also one we've kind of talked about with uh, Darren on the Jurassic Park episode. Yeah, we the, did. Yeah. The rise of the Chickensaurus. Uh, scientists are actually currently trying to reverse engineer a chicken to create a dinosaur out of it. Uh, so if successful, life could find a way. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if there's more to say on that. <laughs> no, life we, could, we could be living in a world of dinosaurs and they'll kill us all. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, life could find a way is a perfect way to finish that point, yeah. I feel. Uh, then number seven, again, a future episode. Yes. Which is the world state or Brave New World. Which is the... I always... <laughs> like, the big worry is is that, like, 1984 is the totalitarian singular state... Um, yeah. but it's it's that everywhere yeah Oceania or it's uh, yeah yeah but the world over where there's just one government everybody you, you're born you're prescribed a, a job at birth yeah you're given antidepressants straight away you're told what to do everything is controlled yeah all the media everything like it's just uh which is, like, people are alive, but that's an end of humanity at that. There's no humanity left. No, that. there's just people. There's, hu- there's, yeah, there's just, uh, just human beings, but there's no individuality. There's no creativity. Yeah, the, there's... Like, then you're really working off a program, but a very basic program. Yeah. And that's actually, that's probably going to be an episode very soon in the next, uh, we'll say, during the summer, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, if people want to watch the movie or read the book, that's a... Oh, so actually, it's stuff we talked about, I'd say Invasion of the Body Snatchers and yeah. Brave New World will probably come very soon. And yeah. Zombie Apocalypse, but we'll decide what yeah. films we'll actually do. As soon as you're wearing a doing. t-shirt that says Zombie Invasion on it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so we'll do Brave New World soon, but that's another. That's number seven. So number six, which is, this is one of my ones. This is, uh, I was reading up loads of stuff of like 50 ways the world could end. And this is an interesting one. I, I, I'd never heard this before, so I thought it was really interesting when I was researching yeah. it, which is um, basically al- algae um, evolve and we lose all our oxygen and die. <laughs> so I never, yeah, like I, I'd only, came, I never came across this. I just saw yeah. when you would put it on the list um, and I read it. So th- this comes from, for the first half of our planet's history, which is, what like two and a half billion years there was no oxygen in our atmosphere like at all yeah yeah. none and then um so it only appeared about 2.4 billion years ago which uh, uh, scientists call was the great oxygen event um and it was the uh cyanobacteria and they're a bacteria uh, that invented photosynthesis so they started pumping out uh oxygen when they take in carbon and they converted it to oxygen as their byproduct 
and they created the atmosphere of or sorry breathable atmosphere because yeah, yeah. it was hydrogen and carbon and um uh other, what's the other, other, other goodness <laughs> yeah um so but the mad thing about it is they existed for about a billion years before they did this so right. something changed and we've no like scientists have no idea what it, what it is something changed in them their atmosphere something caused them to suddenly go I'm going to start making oxygen. <laughs> so they literally just started farting out oxygen. And we don't know why. So it could have been anything. It could have been interaction with a space virus. It could have been there was more water. It could have been the sun heated up more and produced more light. And they created it as a defense mechanism for the sun, whatever. Right. We don't know what it is. Um, and now in the modern day, uh, two and a half billion years later, uh, algae are our biggest producers of oxygen. So even if you cut down all the forests and all the trees, which is what's always accredited as creating our oxygen, will be grand because the well, it'll have a huge environmental yeah, impact. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but in terms of if all the trees did was produce oxygen and we got rid of them, uh, it wouldn't have an effect on our oxygen levels because algae in the sea produce like ninety five percent of our oxygen, so it's fine. But it's possible that they could go through a evolution process again where they don't produce oxygen or as much oxygen. Um, and this could happen from anything. Uh, it could just be a natural thing. Um, and the decline in oxygen could be a very slow process and then at first, and then it would suddenly be very rapid because it's like exponential. Uh, and right. Like it could happen from... Pollution. We could be we could be pumping a specific chemical that goes into the water that suddenly makes algae go, nah. <laughs> and yeah, it's like it has an exponential effect. So oxygen levels will just suddenly drop, and we won't be able to breathe anymore. It's a cool theory. Yeah, that one just seems very kind of. It's really dark. Yeah, <laughs> and because I never like came across it before. How come that hasn't? How come that hasn't been used in a novel or know. anything? I'm sure it has to have somewhere, but it's yeah, quite yeah. cool. Wow, it's crazy, isn't it? I have to muse over that. Yeah. Um, that could actually be an episode too if we look into it more. Yeah, of how maybe we can get like a, a marine biologist on an episode cool. to. I think I know. I think I know one as well. Yeah. Do we know? Do we know the same one? That's all because I was thinking. I was thinking like a friend of mine knows somebody. Are you the friend I'm thinking of? But I think my old housemate, his friend, might have been a. My mate's marine. sister is a marine biologist. Okay, it's a guy anyway. I'm thinking of. So there are two. We have two marine biologists. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the well, name. I know, of I know mine. she's a zoologist, and she's now specialising in marine biology, and she's moving to Fiji to be a, like she spent the last like three years going back and forth to Fiji as a marine biologist. I think so. The the guy I'm thinking of, he uh, he works for an oil company. And oh, he, it's he, big. Yeah. He studies like the the bottom of the ocean, uh, and he, it's a cool job because he he works three weeks on, three weeks off oh, the entire dear. year. Because he just and earns probably ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> silly money. But uh, and he lives here. He lives in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He just goes like he he gets a boat out to an oil rig somewhere in the Pacific, and then spends three weeks there, and then comes back to Ireland. And wow. Why would you come back to Ireland? Well, I don't think he actually comes. Like, I mean, I wherever they're, yeah. they're closer to, he probably goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. 
Yeah, it'd be cool to get somebody on to talk yeah, about that yeah. more, I think. So then number five, this is another one of mine. Uh, I really like this one, which is Spider Apocalypse. Yeah, which is definitely going to be an episode. Like, there's no way we can't do a spider episode. But Okay, I won't go into all the facts then. Will I? I'll just read it really quickly. Um, if for time you want to get through it quickly, then get through it quickly. Yeah, I think so. Um, basically, the, the concept of this is there was two scientists that were writing um, in... Uh, science of nature and they came up with this uh, they were studying spiders and the spread of uh, like the spider, spider populations and all this and part of the theory is that um, you are at all times within a meter of a spider yeah that yeah. the density of spiders on the planet is 100% yeah if you take any like they they basically every square meter they measured they found a spider crazy but like that seems <laughs> like well, well when averaged out so you take a room in a house that's say 10 square meters they found 10 spiders right now you're a meter from two yeah, as I'm <laughs> yeah i do have a particularly spider infested house though yeah, yeah. My, my house is the same that's just the time of year i like. think dublin as well dublin yeah, just yeah. has loads of spiders so i like i like a, i like a spider though yeah so the world's spiders consume somewhere between 400 million and 800 million tons of prey in any given year. Badass motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> spiders eat as uh, eat uh, at least as much meat as all 7 billion people on the planet do, which is roughly about 400 million tons. As in a year, like they're in a yearly year, diet. It's about 400 million tons, which is what ours is. The entire adult population of humans is about 287 million tons and if you add in children is about another 70 million it still doesn't come close to the 400 million that they could eat in a year so potentially if all they, the spiders today decided to start eating us they'd be done in a year and there'd be no humans left wow Oh, I think we, like, I always thought we'd do a spider, like, arachnophobia episode. Oh, definitely. But also, have you ever seen, like, the old B-movie, Earth versus the Spider? Where it's just, like, giant sp- a giant spider attacks. <laughs> I, re- I really want to do that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, then, is an episode we did very recently, which is Snake Apocalypse. So this kind of goes with the spider territory that uh, yeah. we, we discussed on Snake Apocalypse. If, you, if you're a new listener, go back and listen to it, because... Uh, we had we kept some shocking revelations in that yeah. episode, uh, with the, the the human death toll as it stands at the at the hands of snakes. Snakes don't have hands at the fangs. Fangs of snakes is it's, it's, it's phenomenal. About. Uh, uh, so listen to that episode for no, for number yeah. four. Um, now we have two number fours according to my notes. Oh, we do. <laughs> so you're getting a bonus. So uh, we, oh no way. <laughs> How do you manage that? It's uh, only 51 now. Well, this is episode 51. So uh, very good. We done that deliberately. So number 4.5, <laughs> yeah. uh, the rabies virus mutates. Yeah. Uh, we talked about on the Cujo episode, we went into rabies quite a bit. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a whole episode on rabies because there's loads to do on it. Like, we could do the movie Rabbit. We could do that as an episode. Yeah. And also, I've been uh, reading a book called 
uh, what's it called? I think it's just called Infection. It's just a history of the rabies virus. Yeah. And it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh, really? Um, just when it actually it goes in, like, just how quick it can actually spread. The idea that this virus still exists and there's no cure for it and it still yeah. kills, like, you get it, you just die. And everybody, everybody's so caught up in Ebola and all these new, like, the fad, the fad diseases. <laughs> the fad viruses. But, but there is this one that still exists that is so dangerous. And can still like it's mutated something like seven times wow and hasn't mutated in like a hundred years the virus the, the current rabies virus is the same and it's a virus that leaps from species to species which is like really unusual yeah like like in its current form and like so many species like it, it's it's avian like it, it affects it can affect every like the only thing that can't get is fish <laughs> like yeah well i'm not even sure. then i don't know have you ever bit a fish well, it's a lot. <laughs> That's a fair point, yeah. I've never been bitten by a fish either. I don't think. Um, but yeah, so like the, the rabies virus mutating, uh, it's already a virus that has no cure, can jump from species to species. All it needs is uh, one more mutation, essentially, and it yeah. could be what uh, wipes us out. Wow. So again, that's another... There's a lot of like these... <laughs> these are going to be whole episodes. Yeah, that's why we kept these. Yeah. Well, that's why these are the the ones on the the end of the list, or the yeah the ones that maybe not most likely, but the most to talk about. Yeah. Uh, number three. Is, now you know all about this one. I know all about this one because I've done an ungodly amount of research for it. Those conspiracy guys episode, which you should check them out. Thoseconspiracyguys.com uh, but also, we kind of talked about it on our first yeah. two episodes. Yeah, the Mad, Mad Max. Max. So, again, new listener. If you haven't listened to all our stuff, go back and start from the beginning. Because number three is peak oil. Uh, yeah. Which, is this the most likely one on the list? Um, of it, all the things on this list, this one is most definitely happening. Well, Whether it'll it, be yeah. world ending or not is... I guess that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny because it's e- going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Even so. in the last year since we done our Mad Max episodes, there's been a lot of like advances in technology. Like Tesla cars have gotten yeah. cheaper. In the last year, we we've kind of got better. Yeah. Or last two years, I guess, where it looks like maybe we won't be relying on oil in twenty years. Yeah, as much. As- this was one we could have talked all night about, but yeah. We've kind of done an episode. There's also there's a those conspiracy guys episode on it. You should check out. But yeah, like peak oil, it's the idea that we've got uh, a certain we we're running out of oil. Essentially, is the basic concept of it. Yeah, uh, and we're reaching a point where we're at we're consuming more than we ever have. And yeah, there's only so much left. Yeah, and we've the, the idea is we've actually already reached peak oil, and yeah. we're in the decline. And and you know. It is true. The conspiracy. Some of the conspiracy theories are that peak oil itself is a conspiracy, and it's stop. It, it's why they can jack up the price. Oh, okay. whereas if people knew that there was an endless source, yeah, it'd be yeah. cheaper, and that'd be a beautiful world to live in. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't seem the case. So number two, the Gulf Stream stops. Oh yeah, it might not be world ending, but this will be European ending. So uh, there, there's a, a current, a warm current originating in the gulf of mexico and it stretches across the atlantic to europe and it essentially is what keeps us here in ireland and england yeah toasty toasty well it's what literally keeps us from freezing to death during winter yeah because we're 
if you're to draw a line, even though like, the world is curved, um, but if you... Ah, it's not it's flat. If you draw a line from, say, the coast of Ireland and straight over to America, we're, like, level with, like, northern Canada. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's a frosty tundra, mm. and we are in a windy, but... Not that cold. Pleasant. Pleasant. We have summer. Like, it was 20 degrees today, today yeah, Celsius, yeah. and it's not even full-on summer yet. Like, yeah, um, yeah. We can grow crops. We can walk down the street in a jumper, or in a, like, with a light jacket, you know. <laughs> but the thing with the Gulf Stream is they have noticed it has been slowing for the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. And we've had shitter weather. We've had shitter time. weather, and also, they have no fucking idea why. Could just be natural. Yeah. Could relate relate to the the ice caps melting. Yeah. Could be climate change. Could be a natural occurrence. But either way, it's definitely slowing down. Yeah. We've had shit weather. And if we never had the Gulf Stream, maybe we'd be able to cope without it. Yeah, because we'd have adapted. Or yeah, yeah. But if there's a sudden change, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's not much more to say about that. That's number two. Number one. Number one is number one for a reason. Because it is, I think, the number one most likely. It's statistically. No yeah. kidding. This one we're about to reveal is statistically the most likely of everything we've mentioned. Yeah. It was all just a dream. Simulation theory. Simulation um, theory. Not just, it was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, simulation theory. And... Um, mm. Oh, shit. Oh, there's a glitch in the matrix right there. Yeah, so simulation theory, it's the idea that uh, everything that is here that exists is a simulation uh, created by an advanced civilization who have the technology to create it. And whether that's us from in the future or the past um, or another species or God or whatever... Again, those conspiracy guys done a really good episode on it. So, oh, did they? Cool. Yeah, yeah, so check that out. But yeah, well, one of the... Like, the idea is that statistically this is more likely than for us to exist the way we are. Yeah, I know. And a lot of that is predicated on the fact... Because what a simulation is, is it's a program. Somebody programmed... We're just... We're just like the Sims games. We're just yeah. a program. And for anyone listening, when you get into simulation theory, you don't get your brain back. <laughs> so, be, so be careful um but one of the things that like I ke- one of the things i came across that just like kind of fucked with me was like the the biggest evidence that we're in a program is the fact that we can so easily create programs ourselves yeah that the only reason because like that's such a ridiculous concept we, we can build computers and just program simulations such yeah. a ridiculous thing that we ever decided to just do that yeah the only way you would do that is if you were programmed yourself to do it if you're making a video game you program it unconsciously you program it to be natural yeah to to act like the sims act like real people because real people program them so if we just randomly decided in the 60s to start making games and simulations and programs why would we do that unless we were programmed by somebody who unintentionally or just subconsciously would program us to act like they did yeah and it's um 
but it's a kind of thing of terrible a, job explaining that but that's no but the, but yeah it kind of goes to um the way technology is evolving is we're creating more and more advanced simulations and that, that eventually in the future we will create simulations that are as real as this hmm. and that is so statistically likely that it's more likely we are that simulation than we are the people who will eventually create it yeah yeah uh which is really freaky and that's like we talked on our uh red dawn episode when we mentioned jimmy savile and we talked about we had this shared experience where we remembered jimmy savile dying Oh yeah, yeah. Like years before he actually did, and he was already out a yeah, pedophile and stuff. And that's one of those things. There's this thing called the Mandela effect. It's not necessarily related yes, to yeah, simulation yeah. theory, but it kind of in the same territory where a lot of people have different memories of certain events in the world. It, it how it works in the simulation theory. It's kind of like just this little glitch in the matrix where there was just like a glitch in the programming where somebody had yeah. the wrong piece of information. Because <laughs> there is those things, there's some people in the world that just have this completely different memory yeah. of an event. And and not to confuse people, um, or to make sure people aren't confused, this is not the Matrix. This is, you never existed, mm. you don't have a body outside anywhere, you're not the consciousness of a human being, you are just a program. Yeah. So you might as well kill yourself. <laughs> wow, that's a uh, way to end. Sorry, um, I was trying to. I was, I was trying to make it dark. Sorry, and no, that's where it kind of like it was all just a dream comes from. Like that's where yeah. it feels. Yeah, and uh, but no, yeah, the whole concept is yeah. So it's not a case of we're in a simulation and we can be woken out of it. It's we are the simulation. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's a very very cool concept. Yeah, and I think on that note, have a nice apocalypse.